You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentary's Global Rankings. Good morning, welcome to the show. Thursday, October the 12th, a damp day here in TW11. And this, a different day for the podcast, because this is the first of two editions. We'll be back mid-morning, shortly after 10.30, with important breaking news that will have a significant impact on the sport of national hunt racing. But first of all, Frankie Dottori, the world's most celebrated rider, who has been on his farewell tour this year, has performed a retirement U-turn. But it might not be the U-turn that you were expecting. Yes, it was the worst-kept secret that Frankie Dottori was likely to head off for a stint in California, but the extent of Dottori's intentions until now have been kept, I would say, reasonably well hidden. This is what he had to say to me when I met, met up with him in London late last night. Um, okay, let's, let's turn the, back, the clock uh, 10 months ago. I announced my retirement thinking, well, I'm going to be 53 at the end of this year and, uh, you know, give myself plenty of time to give my last farewells. So I head towards California where I found myself second in the standing, having an amazing four months, uh, and I really loved the lifestyle. Then came back to Europe and furthermore, you know, I'm not going to name them all, but the mm. Guineas and... Royal Lasco wins and uh, other big wins throughout the season has uh, really tickled my emotions and uh, now then we are come to the 21st of October, what will be my final day in England. Uh, I had second thought and uh, I discussed with my wife and my parents that uh, I want to carry on a little bit longer in, the, in California, where I had such a lovely winter because I mean, the, the dy- dynamic of my year has changed so much. If I wasn't riding any winners uh, or not get riding in the big races, it would have made my decision much easier. But at this point, I'm, I'm still feeling good and I got to get out of my system. So uh, it's very painful to just let go. But uh, I am, that's the reason that uh, I am retiring from Europe, mm-hmm. but I am carried on for a little bit longer in the USA. Okay, so you go to America, same as last year, same meet, Santa Anita. So you do your Breeders' Cup, Melbourne Cup, maybe Hong Kong, all the international stuff, and then you go and ride as a full-time jockey, as you did last year, after Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, obviously, some of my closest friends had a pretty good idea that that's, that's in, in the summer that that was my intention. Um, John, John Gosden kindly gave it away yeah, on, yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, thanks, John. And I, in the meantime, I did apply for, for a visa and um, it's been accepted. And we are, myself, my wife, Catherine, we're going to move full time to um, Los Angeles. And... Um, and to do exactly the same as last year, but this time I'm, I'm going to stay there for good. Uh, when I say stay there for good, look, it could be three months or three years, but I want to um, give it a good go uh, in the USA circuit and the international circuit like Dubai and Saudi when when they're 
dates will come along and uh, and the dream is to find those for the Kentucky Derby so um, you know a lot of things have changed in this year and that's why I came with this decision okay so I spoke to Mike Smith on my podcast the other day um, I'm not expecting you to have listened to it but he's older than you he's 58 so he's older than you by quite a bit yeah, five, but, five years okay but, so, so, so I said to him what do you think about Frankie retiring and he said well, it's ridiculous. He just needs to carry on. He said, look at me. He said, I'm retired. And that's the way he looked at it, that he was effectively living out a kind of working retirement. And when you looked at it like that, it puts it in a completely different perspective. And I kind of wondered whether that's what you were sort of thinking. No, the thing is, if things didn't develop like what happened this year, I mean, I, I'm probably has had a good a year on big wins that uh, I had in, 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 the, in the past. And I still feel good physically and uh, I'm still getting the big rides and the big races so I gotta get it out of me you know it, the, the, the decision was made very difficult because of what happened this year and going to California uh, it kind of suits my me as a 52 or 53 next year mm-hmm. uh, we don't have to travel the weather's good uh, what your weight was very good last yeah, winter wasn't it yeah my weight weight's good and uh, yeah I, mean, I can I can uh Kind of, if I do, I will eventually retire. It'd be a nice, easy way for me to accept retirement. I mean, I find it very difficult to just stop in Europe or in England uh, just like that. So I've still got a little bit more inside me than I want to want to give. And this is the end in in England, is it? You you feel after Champions Day that that'll be that'll be it for here. Yeah, listen, my focus is going to go to America. Um, um, we have rented a house. The kids have left. Uh, and, you know, make a... You know, I don't want to just go there half-hearted. I want to mm. make a good go at it. That's the way I've always been. And uh, I will... Uh, you know, there is no guineas next year. I'll be trying to get a horse for the Kentucky Derby and and, and have full commitment to, to the U.S. program. I can't just go back and forward to England or France from America. So that's out of the question. So uh, that's, uh, that's, that's what I'm planning to do. So could you, after the Santa Anita meet's done, you talk about getting a ride in the Derby, could you then be headed to Del Mar? Could you even cross the country and do a bit of Saratoga or something like that? Is that a, is that a possibility? But that's the plan. That's yeah, complete, okay. That's the complete plan. I, I'm there. So full, total immersion. Yeah, full plan. Like I said, uh, now that uh, the kids have gone, uh, we don't have to do the school run. They can look after themselves. And uh, yeah, I want to you know travel. You know, if I have to go to Kentucky, Florida, Saratoga, Del Mar, that's what I want to do, and that's uh, that's that's what excites me because uh, mm. I'm going to uh, uncharted waters that uh, that I've never been before. Because I think that's what will surprise people. I think everyone thought, oh yeah, he's going to go ride California in the winter, and then that'll be no. that'll be that. But actually, this is a it's like a it's like a new chapter, a whole a whole new riding life, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's what excites me. Um, you know, I, I loved it and. Uh, that, that, that's, 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 that's the thought of the madness. You know, it could be madness. It couldn't go completely wrong. But at the moment, I'm determined to try it. And mm. uh, we see what happens. I like it. Ron Anderson will be looking forward to this. Your agent from last year. Is it your, he, you're fully in with him again? Yeah, Ron Anderson. Yes, he's uh, instrumental person to, to get me a visa. Uh, he helped me a lot. He's an amazing person. And, uh, yeah, he, he, he knew this... Um, uh, worst kept secret for a while and uh, I'm sure when when he had the tomorrow then he's all uh, legit he'd be very happy yeah you say as you, you, you I keep saying I I've come here expecting you to say something 
and I've ended up walking away thinking something slightly different. So you say it's the worst kept secret. There's still a bit of it you managed to keep up your sleeve. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we, we, you know, what people don't really know, then I, I committed to do a, a, a full time. Yeah, I'm not just doing the winter. All right. So just reflecting on this year and how you're feeling at the moment, are you are you um, enjoying this farewell tour, or is it um, is it now getting to the point where you actually want to kick on and move on? I've enjoyed it. It's been uh, uh, very taxing mentally and emotionally. Um, uh, I mean, know, it, in fairness, you have created you have <laughs> created the great monster. I did. I'll be honest with you. I'm looking forward to Saturday the 21st, Ascot, but also um, it'd be very emotional. But you know, I, I just need to close this massive big book and 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 start something something else. Um, you know, I'm, for sure I will cry. And uh, but it's been it's been an, an amazing year in every which way you look at it. So. Uh, one more step to go, 21st. Well, there you are. That was Frankie Dottori late last night. As I talk to you now, I think he's making an appearance on, on BBC Breakfast, leaping off horses on the on the South Bank. So that's not a surprise. What is more of a surprise is that he's heading to California. You might say, well, that was the worst kept secret, but this is for good. He and his wife, Catherine, are upping sticks moving to America forever, it seems, or for an indefinite period. And that is where he will continue his riding career. This isn't simply another leg on his farewell tour, but he is bidding farewell to Europe. David Yates, newsboy from the Daily Mirror. Um, a surprise or not there? Big surprise to me, Nick. Um, let's just let's just imagine that before Dottori made any announcement, we had put the alternatives in front of us. They were... Uh, Stops after Hong Kong or wherever it might be, goes to America and rides until the spring, pretty much like last year, and then calls it a day, gets gets the last of America out of his system, or relocates to America to continue his career. The, the third of those options would definitely not have been favourite. The second one was the was the warmest order of, of all. You know that and I know that. Um, we talked on Monday. I talked about being 55 and not wanting to write these clickbait stories uh, that were not supported with a quote. Well, we all... We all talked over the dinner tables. If anyone outside racing asked us, what's Dottori going to do? I'm sure that 95% of us, except for probably a, a few smart Alex who aren't telling the truth, would have said uh, he's going to go to America, ride until March, April, May time, and that's going to be that. So he talks about the worst kept secret, but... It's 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 news to me. I I really didn't think that we were going to be talking about um, Dottori moving lock, stock and barrel and continuing, as he said, could be three months, could be three years. Knowing Dottori, if or indeed any human being, if he's still riding at the top of his powers at 55, which is by no means uh, out of the question when you think what a what a fit individual, what he how he's riding and what he looks like at 52 um it, it would be no surprise if he were to carry on beyond that three years and i think that there's more to this as well it's almost a, as though it's a, a a new chapter of his life as a whole not just his not just his riding career you know i think he 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 feels like america or california particularly is the sort of place he'd like to retire i don't think he relishes a wet monday 
in Newmarket at all, particularly if he's not riding horses to keep his blood pumping. Absolutely. I mean, you know, again, you've dealt with Frankie as much as I have over the decades. And there's always one part of the year that I've hated approaching him because I know what I'm going to get. And it's normally at about uh, February, March time. He'll be riding. He'll have one or two rides at Lingfield on the all weather. And I've got to ask him about, you know, plans for the first classics of the season or whatever it might be and and he he walks but anyone who knows Lingfield there's that uh probably 40 50 yard stretch between the weighing room and the paddock where you can you can get at them easily you can get access members of the public and media alike and it, it'll be not today David and you're like mate I just need to ask you about one thing it's it, it'll take two minutes not today David and off he goes because it's it's February it's March it's cold and he's miserable. And it's if I hadn't seen it so many times with my own eyes, I would have thought if someone said to me, "Oh, don't, don't, don't approach Frankie," and uh, if an old hand said, "Oh, don't, don't approach Frankie in uh, February or March," he's as miserable as sin. I thought oh, he can't be that bad. I'm sure I'll, you know, I'll, I'll talk him around with a pure old joke. But it's impossible. And so the idea you and I have talked about. Uh, the the climate in California. I've never been there, and I said to you the other day, "What's it like?" And you said, "Well, it's pretty much warm all year round." And you think, "Well, of course, of course, he's going to live there because it'll be it'll be like living in Italy, probably even better, and that will suit his mood." He said, "You know, there's no travelling; it's a lighter workload, and that's going to be su- sustainable there, where it wasn't sustainable in this country." The, what caused the fracture in 2022 between him and John Gosden? And it's a fracture that has never really fully healed, isn't it? That Gosden did not like Dottori's relishing a, a lighter workload. You know, there was the business, he said on the, the NLD about uh, about uh, giving doing boxes at Royal Ascot. I think there was the the wedding in Sardinia last uh, last summer before Royal Ascot. And Gosden wanted a jockey, a bit like William Buick before he went to uh, Godolphin, a jockey to be fully committed to that project, working out in the mornings, doing everything he could, not laughing and relishing in the fact that he was he was riding well a, a few years ago he was he, he was relishing like getting having fewer than 200 rides in a season obviously it's 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 many fewer than that now um and so th- that wasn't sustainable in in britain or in europe we look at our racing program but it looks like it is uh is sustainable in america and that's another thing that's that's drawn to tory out there in the long term and I think I think there might be a misconception here that he's heading out there for you know a, a very light workload and big bucks. Uh, obviously, prize money is much better in America, so and you, and you don't have to do all the travelling. So yes, there is a financial incentive. But the interesting thing I learned from his period there last year was that what really energised him and what I think gave him the impetus for a much more successful season in 2023 than perhaps might have been looking likely a year ago is that he actually re re-engaged with the day-to-day business of riding and that he was there challenging for sort of second spot in the jockey's table and that i think um 
as I say, re-energized him and gave him his competitive edge back a little bit. So he had that combination of feeling kind of like a young sports person again and also unencumbered by any pressure because he knew he was packing it in, in in Europe at the end of the year. And I think those two factors, the impetus given him by that California stint and the fact that he, he was riding unencumbered meant that he's been able to be as effective as he has. And of course, the irony of it is you could say, well, don't ever go back and change. Don't don't ever make a decision that you you know you can't go back on. But of course, if he hadn't if he hadn't decided to go on a farewell tour and go to California in the first place, then that wouldn't have given him the idea to go and do this now. So it's a uh, it's an it's a, it's an interesting um, interesting one the way things have played out. He's had many journalists, including you and including me, saying, "Why are you quitting?" Uh, when Soul Sister won the Oaks, the the memorable line uh, of Simon Holtz commentary as the horse crossed the line with, a, with a, a comfortable advantage he said frankie why are you going and that's a um a question that that we asked now the reason i think that he's thought again and thought right well well i tell you what i don't think i'm going to retire um that's that's been informed by the the fact that he's had such a successful year and why has he had such a successful year? Because, as Willie Mullins said after he'd ridden absurd in the Ebor uh, at York in August, he's riding like a jockey who just doesn't feel any pressure. Dottori said that himself. You know, perhaps I'm riding well, I don't feel pressure because I know I'm not going to get sacked because mm. this is my last year. So on the one hand, uh, would you have done things differently? Yes, I probably would. But in a way... That, there's that expression from the the Simpsons to pull a homer where you do something wrong and it works to your benefit. Um, would you say that although you would do things differently, has it worked to your benefit because you discovered America and you rode like a demon in 2023? Well, yes to both questions. You know, finally, finally, Dave, there will be those who've been cynical about this retirement tour right from the beginning saying yeah we've all been led up the garden path here and you know no i'm not going to celebrate frankie on the final day at ascot um to what extent do you think that'll be a feeling that's pervasive i don't think it'll be pervasive it'll definitely be there if if i take pervasive as being you know spread quite strongly um there are always going to be detractors for Dottori. You know, when there was the story about Listowel and the 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 changing of the fee uh, from 2022 to 2023 uh, of, of his appearance at Listowel, how that changed, how it went up, and how Listowel then said, thanks, but no thanks, or, or Franks, but no Franks, we're not going to pay that. Um, there will, of course, there'll be carpers. In our uh, age these days, particularly with social media, the cesspit, there are carpers absolutely everywhere. Um, but I think, you know, look, people who listen to the Nick Light Daily and listen to me on it will know that I've I've had such a brilliant time covering uh, Dottori's career. I, I hope I've not been a fanboy. I hope that I've been critical when it's needed, uh, when, when that's been merited. But it's been an absolute blast carry, uh, covering his career uh, for uh, 
the the papers and and media outlets that I've worked for. And I genuinely think in this case, it's a question of somebody who um, made a decision that that was a sincere and honest decision that uh, that they would ride in Britain until Champions Day and then do the the other stuff. I think that over the course of the months, uh, his mindset has changed. I think it's understandable that he's changed. We've talked about, you know, whether you should go out at the top like a Roman emperor or whether the, the the sport should retire you when you're not getting any rides anymore. I think probably there's the middle ground, but we've seen Dottori ride this year and we've thought, why is he going? And so, yes, I don't know whether it will be pervasive in, in you know, sort of any sort of uh, substantial body of opinion being cynical about what he's done. I, I, I take it at face value. I think, I, I don't think that, I, I genuinely don't think, and I think even the carpet if you ask them, uh, if you said, do you think that on that Saturday before Christmas, uh, when De Tory said 2023 is going to be my last season, do you really think that he was going to go through uh, this uh, this longest uh, valediction since, you know, since the days of Frank Sinatra in his mind the whole time thinking, oh, well, uh, you haven't heard the last of it because I'm going to go and con- I'm going to I'm going to relocate, move to America and continue my career there. Even the most cynical person, I think, would accept that that uh, wasn't the case. Um, and just finally, Nick, I think that it's it's a it's a blow for British racing because, you know, we've we've for decades uh, saluted Dottori as the most recognisable, the most marketable face and person uh, in British racing. And, you know, at a time when we need uh, everything that we, we can in terms of positives, this is a negative. You know, our, our best-known jockey, our, our, the, the, the best-known jockey in the world, who's ridden here since uh, the, the mid to late 80s, is now going to pursue his career somewhere else. And it's a bit like, you know, if if you if you've experienced those pangs at seeing your ex cavorting around town with uh, the second hand car dealer that she's going out with these days, just imagine how you'll feel when Dottori comes to Royal Ascot and rides a couple of the two year old winners for Wesley Ward. David Yates for the moment. Thank you very much. We will be back at 1030 this morning. Uh, that was the breaking news. Frankie Dottori is Riding on, but he will ride on in the United States. And for how long? Well, we simply don't know. This could just be the beginning of a second glorious career. We'll be right back in a couple of hours. Bye for now. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association, and thoroughbred racing commentary.